0: Welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I am Ross, And I am Gordon. Good to see you after a short break, sir. I trust all is well with you? Oh, yes,
1: indeed. And you have appeared to have survived another tax season without becoming more government hostile than usual. So what's on your agenda today?
0: Today, I wanted to talk about sensor dust. Sensor cleaning and what happens that results in us getting dust on our sensors. Or more specific, sensor covers. Sensor covers. Ba-dum.
1: Ba-dum. Okay, that sounds like a relevant topic because uh, there have been a number of posts in our club forum uh, about sensor dust. But what's this about a sensor cover? I'm not familiar with that concept.
0: Well, you're right. It's missing in many conversations. The sensor that we have in our digital cameras is not actually exposed to the elements directly. It has a very thin protective cover on it. Typically optical glass, but it doesn't have to be. And so when we talk about sensor dust, or specifically the challenge of dust on my sensor... The dust is not. Fortunately, on the sensor, it's on the cover.
1: Okay. So how does one know that there is dust on the sensor? If you don't object to me using the more generic term, sensor, rather than cover.
0: No, I think that's fair. If we look at our images and we see the same dots or marks in the same place on all the images... Regardless of the lens that we've been using, and the edges of these marks are delineated cleanly, this is an indicator of something in the way. The dots or marks will mostly be dark, indicating that light has not struck the live photosensor. However, the marks may not be completely black, because of course it depends on the size of the obstruction and the size of the surface area of the photoreceptor itself.
1: Okay, that's clear. Why is this a concern? I mean, every photo editing tool has some kind of spot removal function, and I understand that one of the reasons for the tool at all is fixing these kinds of marks.
0: Well, you're right, of course. There are also many defined methods to view an image, so such marks are become readily available.
1: That's interesting. Uh, can you give me an example for that?
0: Sure. I'm going to use Adobe Lightroom Classic for my example because it's popular with so many photographers. Activate the Spot Removal Tool. It appears just below the histogram, and it looks like a band-aid. When you do this, you're going to see a new set of words and a checkbox in the lower left of the screen, in the toolbar. If your system doesn't display the toolbar right away, tap the T key, and that is going to make the toolbar appear. Click the checkbox, which says Show Spots, and the image is gonna go black with white on it. The white areas indicate areas of no exposure, and that can also be indicators of spots. Make the brush size slightly larger than the spot and click on it once. If there was a hair on the sensor cover, and that happens, what you'll see is a white line, and again, you can just paint over it with the spot removal tool. It's very quick, it's very easy, but it's still only treating the symptom not the cause.
1: Well, yep. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because I've been using the new system and I've never actually seen that checkbox.
0: It's been around for a while, but you do have to know to look for it.
1: I guess I'm looking up in the area of the control panel for for the tools, but I'm not looking at the toolbar in in Lightroom. So I, I shall have to go back and look.
0: Yeah, and it really is diagonally opposite on the screen so it's top right. so left to yeah okay it, it's Got not it. the it's not the most intuitive location okay all right so I see your point
1: but is there a simple way to remove the dust
0: well a simple squeezable air blower can work with the lens off the camera hold the camera so the sensor is pointing at the ground and then squeeze bursts of air onto the sensor cover don't touch it. And then what you'll use is a strong magnifier, like a magnifying glass, you know, for the want of a more specific tool. And you're just going to examine the sensor cover for dust spots. A small pen light flashlight can help. And if you do get one of the sensor viewers, they have lights built into them, all as well as a magnifier.
1: Okay, so my spider sensors just went active. You emphatically said, do not touch the sensor. But why not, if there's a cover that none of us know about covering it?
0: Well, the frame of the sensor is actually quite fragile. And many cameras today have IBIS, in-body image stabilization. IBIS-capable cameras actually move the sensor, and that means that there's a very fragile mechanism that's perfectly fine in the camera. But you shouldn't be touching it or pushing it around manually. Good way to break it
1: hmm, okay. Uh, I again, this is one of those things where I hadn't connected point A to point B. I knew of the sensor moving, but I, I didn't relate it to don't, don't don't push me. Okay, so I'm also going to assume that though you've mentioned it as an easy light from method of getting rid of these spots, Not having them there at all is a better option because fixing it in post is a waste of valuable time.
0: Well, whether it's a waste of time or not is really a personal decision. However, the beauty of using Lightroom Classic is that you can take an edit like spots and then copy it and apply it across a whole batch of photos and don't have to go back and fix each one manually.
1: Oh dear. Another thing I did not. No. Okay.
0: Well, one, because Lightroom edits are non-destructive? Right. It's just a recipe. And right. so one of the benefits is that you can copy that recipe from one image and then paste it across 3,000. All right.
1: Back to the drawing board in that one too. Okay, so what about those compressed air blowers? Or a blower brush, for that matter?
0: Well, I can't tell people what to do or what not to do, but I can offer some experienced guidance. Cans of compressed air are very strong and could damage the sensor, particularly if it is one of those floating mechanisms as used on a camera with IBIS. They also will leave elements of propellant on the sensor cover. So, my guidance is, don't do it. Don't use them. Similarly, those brushes will leave more gunk than they take. And sometimes, well, more often, they leave a slightly oily residue behind, resulting in streaks. And that can bring about the requirement for professional cleaning.
1: Okay, so let's say that you try the blower thing and it does not remove the dust. What then?
0: Well, you can certainly buy all manner of sensor cleaning tools on the web. But you can also buy scalpels, and being able to buy a scalpel does not make you qualified or sufficiently trained to do a self hapendectomy. Yeah. As a physician, you <laughs> would understand the challenges therein. In the case where you've got something that's not coming off or appears stuck to the sensor sensor cover, get your camera to a professional service provider or to an independent that you know has the skills and the right tools for the job. So
1: will these pros be using different tools than are available to us?
0: It depends. What matters is not the tool, but the knowledge in how to use the tool. But uh, professional
1: cleaners are few and far between, and going to a camera store no longer assures that one will get an advisor who has any experience with this sort of thing. And the dollar tab can add up in a hurry. Any advice on how to acquire the necessary and to and any comments on the difference between good and awful internet sensor cleaning
0: kits? Professional camera repair centers are not numerous, it can readily be found using a preferred internet search engine. And quality costs, that's nothing new. I've not encountered a camera store employee who would ever offer such a service, as given that they're not technicians, the store would not have any liability insurance. And in most stores, I know it's true that staff are instructed not to do such things. In our highly litiginous and messed up society, Camera store salespeople are being told not to even remove broken filters anymore because the store owners are concerned about claims, even when the customer has been provided a verbal warning and approves to proceed. So the camera store is probably not the best place to go if you have a sensor dirt issue. I believe that there are credible companies that make high-quality cleaning tools and they will have tutorials in place, and if you choose to follow them and you work on your own sensor, that's your choice. And if it works out, that's great, but if you muck it up, that's on you. As for internet purchases, if it looks too good to be true, yeah, it's too good to be true. There are, again, these reputable companies building good tools, but again, the access to the tools does not grant immediate competency by an act of magic.
1: All right, so let's assume that my sensor is now clean. How did the dust get in there in the first place?
0: Well, we live on this planet. It has an atmosphere, and that atmosphere is filled with particulates. Whenever a lens is removed, there's an opportunity for dust to get in. We really do love our interchangeable lens cameras. Oh, yeah. Snowstorms. Yeah, exactly. More with the sensor behind the cover has a latent electrical charge, and that charge will attract dust. One simple way to reduce the risk is when changing lenses, point the camera at the ground. Then any dust is more likely to head groundward than into the camera body because gravity does work. Of course, also avoid changing lenses in electrically charged air or in dirty conditions wherever possible. So not when you're out shooting lightning or in a sandstorm.
1: Yeah, but this trying to attach the lenses when the camera's pointing downward and stuff, doesn't that make changing les- uh, lenses more awkward uh,
0: since you can't actually see what it is you're doing? Yep, it does. You could hold the camera over your head, although that may be uncomfortable, but also remember that every lens mount has an index mark on it. Memorize where on the body the index is and then use the index mount on the lens, the other indicator, to align it to the best of your ability as you mount the new lens. It's like any skill. With practice comes competence.
1: Like you say, practice does all kinds of wonderful things. What else can we
0: do? Well, another thing that you can do is to ensure that the rear element of your lens is clean before you mount it. I recently did a sensor cleaning job for a client and discovered that the rear element of his most used lens was not free from dust. And it's a very common way for for dust to migrate. Also, always be sure to check the inside of rear lens caps are clean. You take the rear lens cap off, where does it go? It goes in a pocket, to get filled with detritus, and that junk gets on the lens, and because, because most folks store and carry lenses front element down, as they should, of course, the crap then falls out of the dirty rear cap onto the rear element and then gets on the center plate through movement or by being attracted by the electrical charge, that occurs when the sensor gets
1: powered up. So what do we hear, hear even more about this today than we did perhaps in
0: the past? Well, sensor dust is an issue for all digital cameras with interchangeable lenses. However, as we move to mirrorless cameras, we have no mirror box. And so there is no intermediary place for the dust to go. And there is no mirror to act as a barrier to the sensor cover. So, the mathematical probability of more dust buildup is sadly obvious.
1: So, this is an issue that's possibly worse uh, on digital cameras. And surely the manufacturers must know about this. Are there things they, the, the manufacturers, have done, could have done, should have done to avoid this? I vaguely remember reading about this somewhere in association with the camera system I'm using.
0: So, to answer your first question, it's an issue on digital cameras. It really wasn't quite this big of an issue in film. In fact, almost negligible. Mm-hmm. Because as the film moved in and out of the film canister, the cassette, Right. there was a, a very soft l- liner on the inlet. And it would actually wipe right, dust it off wipe the film it free, right. as you wind and the film. The film
1: was the sensor.
0: And the right, film was okay. the sensor. Yes, yes. In terms of the manufacturers, what have they, what do they know? Well, they're very smart folks. They know that dust is going to happen, and consequently, all camera makers offer a sensor cleaning option, buried somewhere in their menu systems. Some cameras even initiate a "open quote sensor cleaning close quote" every time you power the darn thing off. Unfortunately, it only involves a very unsophisticated shaking of the sensor frame, which in theory will cause the dust to fall off the sensor into an open tray. That's a perfect location to allow the dust to fall back on the sensor when the camera is put into physical orientation that allows this. It's very pretty marketing, but in the somewhat paraphrased words of Douglas Adams, it's mostly useless. <laughs> Just as a maker cannot take care of one's gear for them or clean their lenses for them or wash their lens caps or, frankly, wipe their bums, (laughs) there is nothing that a manufacturer can do about the realities of living on the planet and that by doing so, we encounter these atmospheric particulates. It's part of the game.
1: So anything else that we photographers can or should be doing?
0: Well, the only other thing that I recommend is to keep your camera and lenses in your camera bag when not in use, and to use a clean, dry, dust- and lint-free cloth to wipe down the outside of the camera and the lenses after each use. It's a small thing, and frankly is forgotten more often than not, but it does help to reduce the potential gathering places for dust and detritus.
1: And I've read about liquids that you can put on a sensor to prevent dust buildup. Any thoughts on this?
0: Yep. Don't do it. Oops. Okay. Fairy tales. Put nothing on the sensor cover. Ever. Now, if you do store the body without a lens m- mounted, use the body cap that came to your camera. But do make darn sure that the interior of the body cap is pristine before you mount it to the camera. No,
1: I have to admit, I'm probably guilty of the latter. I look at the inside of the caps periodically. But I think I'm going to be doing it a lot more frequently. So what can we use to clean the inside, not say the lens caps uh, or rear body caps? and Anything particular or old-fashioned?
0: Old-fashioned works. Plain old soap and water, preferably a soap that leaves nothing behind. So no moisturizer, scents, or any other manner of snake oil. Get a bar of plain old ivory soap fill a dr- sink with some warm water, wash the caps in it with it, wipe them, obviously rinse them, and then dry them with a clean lint-free cloth. That's it. It's pretty simple.
1: Okay, back to the drawing board. So, keeping the sensor clean is a better protocol than having to clean it. Uh, that's simple. Simple sometimes, I guess, we avoid doing. From what, what I've gotten out of this discussion we've had today is that there are simple, straightforward things that we can do to prevent ourselves, a whole bunch of grief uh, down the line. I, I, I'm I starting to think that maybe this is something you should per, perhaps do after every major photo shoot or maybe any, any photo shoot. So... Thanks to all our listeners, and if you do not subscribe to, the, to this podcast, why not? So, until we next meet,
0: I am Gordon. I am Ross. Thank you for listening and subscribing to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. If you choose to shop at b Photo Video, please do so through the link on our homepage. It costs you nothing and pays us a small commission based on what you purchase. Feel free to post questions or comments. I read and respond to them all. And until next time, peace.